Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be talking about season three, episode 12, A Weekend in the Country, not the Cape. As it would better be called. (laughs) But they're in the country suddenly. Also... This is the very first thing I noticed when this episode started, not when it started, but throughout this episode. (laughs) So a couple episodes ago, it was like 90 degrees in Cape side. And then it was Thanksgiving. And then it was like homecoming magically. And now it's going to be like the coldest night ever in Cape side. So boy, oh boy, the weather's really keeping the residents on their toes. Well, (laughs) to be fair, it's um, in Los Angeles, it's, 90 degrees right now in February. So who fucking knows anymore? Who knows? Yeah, but we're in Massachusetts, not North Carolina. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's all over the map. We were, time was such a tangible thing in the beginning of the season. It was such a tangible thing before COVID. Cold open. Cold open. Well, hang on. Let me tell people what the episode's (laughs) about. The Netflix episode summary says, it's been a while since we recorded. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the Netflix episode summary says everyone rallies to make a good impression after Pacey arranges for an influential travel writer to visit the Potter sisters new inn. this episode first aired January 19th, 2000 written by Jeffrey Stepkoff and directed by Michael Cattleman. And I have something to say about Jeffrey Stepkoff right off the bat. What do you remember last time that we were doing an episode that he wrote? And I was like, God, this name is so familiar. It's so familiar. And I can't figure out what it was. Yes. Um, he wrote a book that we will talk about at the end of this season. That is an an excellent, you would really like it. It's an excellent television writing book in general. Um, but he writes it about this season. Like the jumping off point for the book is this season of Dawson's Creek. And oh. I own it, obviously, and was like, I just um, staring into my library yesterday and was like, oh, he did write that book. I like saw his name mm. on the the spine and I'm excited for you to I think you'd really like it. And I'm excited for the season to be over so that we can I might want to flip through it first. Actually, there's one more. Once we get to the end of the season. You'll something will be revealed that I'll be like, oh, thank God she knows now. Um, but then there's like one more pretty big thing that I'm very worried about you finding out. That I want to make okay. sure it's not in the book. And then after that, uh, highly recommend that you read it. But I can't even tell oh. you what the title is. Oh, God. Okay. But don't so look I it up. Look it up. Yeah, don't okay. look it up because even the title is a spoiler. Gosh, I'm getting yelled at. Well, don't you seem like you were Googling. Are you drinking a margarita? No. <laughs> no. I'm drinking a gin and tonic. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Like, I was like, no. How dare you? That's- rude it's one o'clock cold open uh, <laughs> 17 dawson. minutes into this podcast <laughs> we're nailing it already uh dawson and pacey are like watching i don't know some movie uh while joey cleans up after the boys because the um air pnp the pnp bnb <laughs> i love that <laughs> so good uh is open apparently it's been open for one day they have zero guests so far how dare zero guests come on the very first day? Well, to be fair, it's the first day. Like, did they not pr- tell people like, hey, come stay here? I don't know if they have a budget for that. That's true. Instagram's not around yet. It's not free to advertise. No. Oh, they would. 
I have things to say on that later, but they would knock it out of the park on Instagram for this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then off Joey telling them that they put every dime that they have into this place, which is concerning. The phone rings. <laughs> ring, Could ring, it baby. be? <laughs> Could it be <laughs> someone calling to make a reservation? Um, no. It's a telemarketer. It's someone calling to be like, can't I just reserve this online? <laughs> Do you guys have a website yet? It's it's, yeah, it's the year 2000. Like we're good. We're making internets now. <laughs> like we survived Y2K. Yeah. So any, we can do anything now because we survived the worst thing that will happen to us. In our generation. Oh. Uh, and then, <laughs> so as, uh, as Joey's like yelling at Pacey because this was apparently his idea, even though again, they are both minors that are still in high school. So actually the fall, the fault is Bess's. Mm-hmm. If it's anybody's fault, it's Bess's. It's certainly yeah, not the, the guy adult. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's like a knock on the door. Perhaps it is a guest. Is it a guest? Uh, no, just someone selling Jesus. Oh, I, that was a funny joke. I liked that. <laughs> I liked your accent. Not an accent. Just the way I talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a really weird mood today. I like it. I think it's good so far. With your non-rook yeah. coffee and my gin and tonic at one o'clock in the afternoon. I was just thinking I should have put some Baileys or something in this. It's four. Oh. For me. Do you want to, you want us to wait? Us? All of us? All of the listeners? All of the listeners? No, I don't want to keep anyone waiting. You guys have already <laughs> waited through the opening of this. <laughs> There's threes of them, so we don't want to. Yeah. All it used to four. be tens and we have grown the opposite way. Yeah, we drive them away. And good for us. You know what I mean? Good on us. Yeah. Some people are out there getting $100 million for um, being awful. But we do it for free. We literally asked you to send us a middle finger emoji in our DMs, and we've got zero of those. So just don't be afraid to send the middle finger. Yeah. Like, that's not what we asked for. We don't want compliments. We know the show is amazing. Okay. Hello. Ashley emojis and spec spec pics. Like <laughs> Kim is scratching her arms for spec pics. <laughs> Ruth, you good? <laughs> is anyone a- okay? No. Shows a mess already. Jesus. Oh. Um. Act one at school. Henry runs into Jen, who she hasn't seen since that random Cape Fest that occurred in Cape Side. Yeah. <laughs> Um, turns out that he's been working um, at a restaurant for a week just to like help them out. They're not going to pay him <laughs> because that's not what people do. Uh, they he's offered an intern a- at this restaurant. <laughs> he's interning. He's just doing some light filing. He's doing yeah. it for college credit. Um, no, he's doing it because he wants to get a free dinner and he wants to take Jen to it. I'm going to mention this again later on in the episode when something else happens, but he reads a little stalkery to me. Yeah. Like, this is not romantic. No, and I do like that Jen immediately is like, hey, because he's like, listen, your deal is that you you say no when given the chance. That's not her. Actually, her deal is that she is a um, fully formed woman. Yes, she's thinks has a mind of her own. Mm-hmm. So she says no when she wants to say no. Mm-hmm. But um, so he's like, listen, you say no when you have the chance. So I've decided to make this decision and we're going to dinner. I'm it's a free dinner. I have a coop. So, you know, uh, and I like that she again is like, no, 
Dating is a consensual activity, regardless of like our vibe, we vibe, whatever. Regardless of the coupons you have, Henry. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Henry, uh, that's the scene's over. Um, then he runs to class. Henry's weird. It. Henry's weird. Um, and then uh, also at school, Jack finds Andy very overwhelmed by um, the prospects of both being an AD and a student. Which seems hard. Being an AD is a hard job. She's very stressed yeah. out about this play. Also, she's just Andy, so she wakes up stressed. Yeah, which that, I I always want to make fun of Andy because now I don't like her, but I certainly would never make fun of her for waking up stressed at all times. Yeah, especially now. Yeah, in general. Even then, I think I woke up stressed. Yeah, I woke up in a gasp since the age of 17. Yeah, yeah. Um. Jack in this scene has one of those very cool iMac laptops with the color on the back. Mm-hmm. Man. Man, those, those were, were so the tits back in the day. Yeah. Um, and then starts working on the ad graphics for her for uh, this play that's coming up. And as he's like, I'm a graphics designer. Beep, bop, boop, beep, bop. Because her ad is like fucking she's bad at this she's genuinely very bad it's fine it's not a skill everyone has um she's just like casually trying to um you know get them to move back in with her and their homophobic dad neat and then andy's like no or jack's like no this is uh, a trap i'm leaving this yeah is a trap. and plus i live with grams like life is good for me she bakes and she's suddenly not a bigot anymore so like we're good Graham season one and Graham season three is way different. <laughs> like did a complete 180. And then uh, Joey and Bess are at the bank. They can't take out another loan because Bess has a porch couch and too many dependents. Um, one. She, technic- well, I guess two. Technically, I guess Joey would be a dependent. Yeah. Um, well, she's still a minor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though she thinks that she's not. And you know what? Frankly, it's Katie Holmes. She's major in our book. She is a professional artist. That's true. She could sell her paintings. On Etsy or something. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, Baker suggests taking a mortgage out on the house. And then this is where we learned that this house is like paid for free and clear, which makes so much more sense to me when it mm-hmm. comes to like their whole life that this they don't they don't have a house payment to worry about. Yeah. I mean, they physically probably could not afford a house payment. <laughs> Yeah. So then when I when he made a comment about that, I was like, oh, now I understand like this vibe a little bit more Mm. because, you know, that's a big element. You don't know. But house payments are really expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have always heard, but I have never experienced it myself. (laughs) Um, Best uh, best ask for an application and they're going to seemingly she's going to put her um, she's going to put a mortgage out on the house. And Joey, of course, is like, you can't do this. You need my permission. And Bess is like, the, the fuck I do. <laughs> you, I, I'm, an, I'm an adult. You are a child. I'm in charge of all of this. You are in charge of your homework. These are two different <laughs> situations. If I want to yeah, put a mortgage so, on your homework, you can fight me on it. Yeah, but step off of it. Yeah, step cough. Step cough of it. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, guys? <laughs> no <laughs> no we get it we get it come back we get it <laughs> yeah uh and then Bess goes back inside and dawson just like boop, appears out of nowhere <laughs> he's fucking making a commercial about the uh airbnb they 
again, if Instagram existed during all of this, Ugh, she wouldn't have to hang out with Dawson at all. Oh my God. Can you, could you imagine? Can you imagine Dawson during Instagram, Instagram or TikTok? Yeah. YouTube even? I, honestly, I think Dawson on MySpace would have been bad because it was like oh. the first time he could have been like, guys, did you know that I wanted to be a filmmaker? Did you know that, that about me? It's a big personality trait of mine. In fact, it's my whole personality. As someone who only also has one personality trait, I can tell you it is fucking exhausting to everyone around you to also like me personal, just like in general, it's very annoying to only have one personality trait. Is your personality trait Disney stuff? Oh, I have two personality traits. Oh, what, what were you going to say? Voting. Oh, yeah, you do like enjoy that process. Yeah, I vote early and often. I was wearing some sunglasses the other day that I had or today I was wearing them that I had personally made that say register and vote and was like, oh, so you have two personality traits. There you go. Anyway, so uh, it seems exhausting to be around Dawson is the moral of that story. Yeah, but not you. You're great. Okay, I certainly don't need that sarcasm right now, but thank you very much. I'll take it. That sounded pretty genuine, I thought. So Dawson's there. He's making a commercial. He's going to be really annoying on Instagram. Uh, as he's making a commercial, then we got fucking Pacey popping in, saying that he's got a huge travel writer to join them at the Airbnb for the weekend where nobody else is. Mm -hmm. Perfect. An untested B&B. Yeah, like do the toilets even flush, guys? Like let's maybe get like the Cape Side Gazette in here first. Yeah, but no, we've got, I think it's like the New York fucking Times. Yeah. Coming in. Uh, like but it's Travel and Leisure Magazine, whatever. So as everyone's like, hey, just so you know, that was stupid of you, Pacey. Like we don't <laughs> have any guests. Uh, he's like, don't worry. I already signed up Grams, Jen, and Jack as fake guests. And... <gasps> The Screeks ooh, are going to pretend to be a happily married couple. And Dawson's like, hold on. I don't know if I like this idea. And everyone's like, shut up, Dawson. We're got to do this for the Travel and Leisure Magazine, New York Times. Can I make one note, one suggestion? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, your skirt. Can you just turn that into a skirt? Skirt. Nice. Because that's his name, Screek. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. yeah yeah all right <laughs> haven't seen that guy in a while all right man cool that's cool man cool <laughs> this show has nothing to do with dawson's creek <laughs> no i was gonna say this show has nothing to offer anyone besides us because i feel like we're the only ones who might listen to it mm -hmm. that's not true oddly oddly other people listen i don't oh wow cool. we appreciate up, it and we don't understand it it's both equal, forever in equal measures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but they're already Philadelphia cream cheese already called to see if we could do a second, a second night. Because oh, the a second date is being added. Yeah, yeah. So if you're nice. online, you're mad because scalpers already bought all the tickets and now they're upcharging. Um, we would prefer that you pay that price, I guess, because I think it's worth it. But there is a second night being added to the show. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, perfect, perfect. Philadelphia cream cheese cannot hate anymore that we are um, like malaligning them with us. They don't <laughs> like it. Um, so uh, yeah, so the Screeks are going to be there also. I'm not sure how many rooms are in this uh, 
B&B because previously Joey had to sleep in the living room and now suddenly everybody can stay there. Yeah, suddenly it's like a seven bed, four bathroom, like cute little cozy farmhouse. It's nuts. Outside of of the the now mansion B&B, Joey's like all pissed off at Pacey for springing this on her, which is very fair. And then Dawson's pissed that Pacey asked his parents, which is fair. Less of a, like, maybe maybe later talk to Pacey, be like, side note, that sucked that you invited my parents to pretend to be romantic. But this feels like Joey's moment to be mad. Right. Don't steal her thunder. Also, Dawson did say that to Pacey, and Pacey was like, I just invited your dad. But then also, like, who was he going to bring? Yeah, that's true. Well, he could just come for himself. And, like, I don't know. He's True. Yeah, think about maybe new restaurant ideas. He's a restaurateur. Right. And have a little me time. I would kill for that. Oh, my God. If someone wants to book me a solo night at an Airbnb, literally anywhere, Newark, New Jersey, I don't care, I will take it. You said literally anywhere and then just named like another city in your own state. That's because like (laughs) no one wants to go to Newark, New Jersey, unless you have to. Oh, okay. It's like the Compton of New Jersey. Oh, Compton's coming up here. Oh, well, Newark has, you know, like the Prudential Center and Michael B. Jordan came from Newark. Oh, sign me up. And Danielson. Oh, sign me up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So handsome men. You got an airport and you got handsome men. Mm. And the NJ Devils. And the Metropolitan Riveters. Are you, hang on, do you work for the city of Newark now? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) We're sponsored by the city of Newark. Wow. Congratulations to us. Come visit Newark. I really just wanted to promote the uh, women's ice hockey team that plays at the Prudential Center, the Metropolitan Riveters. Uh, Seems like you know a lot about women's sports, Zaz. Yeah, I do. Not to toot my own horn, but toot toot, baby. Babesoffthebench.com. Check it out. Uh, that seems over. <laughs> Lately, you know what we've, I've noticed that we're doing in the show is just being like talking about the show a little yeah. bit and then going off on a complete tangent, being like, and then me coming back and being like, ah, oh, the scene's over. Fuck it. <laughs> like Fuck important that. things. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Bigger the crux of the scene happening. is that everybody's mad um, for different reasons. And then as they are, Pacey's like, forget it. I'm just going to tell everyone not to come. You're right. This was stupid. I perhaps should have had just like a little, just like a, a quick second of thinking. Uh, there's a knock on the door. That's how doors sound. Um, Fred Frick, Freddie Fricks is there. He's the travel writer. What's up, Fricks? <laughs> and he's early. Great. Perfect. In the honeymoon suite, Dawson is talking to his folks and he says it's like very confusing and a little hurtful that they're pretending to be a happy couple. Feel bad That's for him. valid. Yeah. yeah, especially because they weren't both invited. Because you're right. Yeah, but Manmeet invited uh, Gail. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Manmeet. Yeah, it's Mr. Manmeet to you. <laughs> what is it to you? Don't worry about it. It's a secret. Meanwhile, in Freddie's room. <laughs> in whose room? Uh, Freddie's. Freddie Fricks. Who's Freddie? Oh, Fricks. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> we, just we just said it. Yeah, you no, just watched the episode. It doesn't matter. Um, Less than twenty four hours ago, <laughs> in Fricks's room, um, he is freezing, 
And Joey says it's because they're an environmentally friendly B&B. And I save. I know she kind of nailed it. She's been doing her yes anding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He's looking for a private bathroom. So things are not going well so far. No, but also, oh, no, there is private bathrooms and B&Bs. I don't really love B&Bs, actually, because I don't like talking to other people. Yeah. But also having a communal bathroom at an Airbnb, or not an Airbnb, at a B&B is uh, normal. Yeah, but I don't like that. Oh, yeah, me either. I don't really say B&Bs often. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, me neither, but I don't enjoy a, a communal bathroom in any sense, any time. Well, yeah, when I was in my 20s, I did when I stayed at hostels. Oh, shit. I never stayed at a hostel. You've never stayed at a hostel? I was born 80. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I've never stayed in a hostel before. Oh, wow. Cool. I actually have some very, I'm glad I did because it's a very weird, life-changing experience. Really? Kind of. That's how you met your husband, right? Yep. He was <laughs> the owner of the hostel. <laughs> Yeah. That's where you guys are living now is in the hostel, but you kicked in, everyone out because you're in love. In Newark, New Jersey. That's where you met Michael B. Jordan, your husband. Um, oh, God. As, oh, my God. I'm Honestly, just kidding. He's awesome. Oh, come on. Everyone wishes. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> um, uh, as uh, Joey and Bessie are like trying to keep an eye on uh, Fricks, I'm going to call him Fricks from now on so you know who he is. Perfect. I think that's the best. <laughs> Pacey then is dealing with a flood in the bathroom because why first of all why is it flooding like just a coincidence because it didn't flood because yesterday no one checked the toilets before they opened that's true maybe people are flushing important documents down there we never know you never know um did trump stay there <laughs> i think so he was a big investor i love this one quick pop of pacey mopping the floor being like remind me not to major in hospitality or something and i was like that's so stupid we really could have done have a shot of him. him. No, you can't just have a shot of him mopping up a fucking. Also, like you can't. I know it's like a low angle shot and everything. It's just like it seemed like it was a pickup that they got like days later. <laughs> they were like, "We shit, we don't have enough screen time here. Like we don't have enough show. Let's just toss one more <laughs> in there." So as they're dealing with that, uh, Jack and Andy argue about how he doesn't want to move back home with their shitty dad, which is again. This, I just feel like they just don't know what to do with Andy. I feel so bad. I do feel bad for Meredith Monroe. Not for Andy. I feel bad for Meredith Monroe. Um, Because, like, this, why is this even a conversation? Like, does she really want him to move in all of a sudden? I don't buy it. She just moved into Grams' house. That's a good point. I just invited her over to Grams'. (laughs) Um, and then Dawson, <laughs> nice. Dawson and Mitch um, bond on the dock. Mitch tells him that um, he knows, Mitch telling Dawson, like, he invited Gail because he knows that his mom, their, his mom, Dawson's mom, is hitting a wall on the job front. And so, so he he's like to, showing like, pity on her. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, <sighs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not yeah, I, I don't know. I think that the intentions of this scene were like supposed to be nice, like he's looking out for her, but I don't think it came across. It feels condescending. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's condescending. I like, listen, we love Gail. Gail forever. 
I wonder if it would be condescending if it was somebody else playing Gail. It feels condescending because she is, I'm thinking about this for the first time, she's so fucking charming and, like, winning yeah. that I wonder if it feels condescending just because, like, she's so excellent. I wonder if, like, mm. somebody else was playing her and didn't have that, like, like charm behind her. Mm. It would not feel that way. Yeah, the charisma. Yeah. Not unlike what you have. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not. Oh, God. If only, if only wishing made it so. For me to be a, a, a Mrs. Uh, Screek. Oh in Mrs. Screek territory of charisma. Oh, my Oof. God. All of us should be so lucky. Oh, God. The world could not handle. I mean, clearly the world can't handle. They're not even hiring Mrs. Screek. You're too good for Mrs. Screek? No. No, you're not. No. She's too good for you. Yeah. Uh, back with uh, Freddie Fricks. Fricks? Back with Fricks. He's the travel writer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Potter's sisters tell him it's their first week open. And then Bessie, like, kind of hits on him. And then the furnace breaks. I know. She puts her little hand on his knee. And Joey's like, whoa. <laughs> Ooh. Didn't know that was in the cards. <laughs> Is that going to help? Because I had him in the bedroom before. <laughs> so you should have told me. Yeah. But also, I'm a minor. Oh, yeah. So. Bad. Act two. We're only on act two. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. Don't remind I, the audience. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Bessie's pissed because uh, just like the wedding, Joey's like the only one that's taking this seriously, which I don't really understand Bess's, Bess being mad. Joey should be I don't mad. understand Bess at all. No. I have no idea. But as they're arguing, some very important and then confusing information comes out, which is that Bodie is still alive. Yeah. He and Bess still talk. Uh-huh. And she asks him to come home every single time they talk, but he knows they can't afford it. So he is like, off somewhere spent sending money, like earning money and sending it home to the house that is already paid off. Uh, Bess also gives like Joey shit because Joey makes a comment about how she can't wait to like leave Capeside. Bess is like, you know what? If you want to fucking leave Capeside so badly, why don't you stop caring about Capeside? Which again, Ew. Bess, you're it's your only sibling. The, you are her only sibling, and son's only aunt. Yeah, like be nicer to each other, and also she wants to make it better for you. Preach sisters am i right you got it i get it we both get it equally in we the same exact way <laughs> uh, and then outside Pacey's like chopping wood because he's all pissed off at himself for telling them not to get a new furnace and asking the travel writer to visit and uh mr Mimi's out there eating an apple and then he threw the core in the woods a, a move i found genuinely very cool Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was like a leather jacket or like what it was. So I was like, that's a fucking cool move, dude. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. Um, Mitch tells him to stop thinking about everything that's gone wrong and then think about everything that he's done, like all that he's done for, for the Potter sisters. And then he says that the real question is, what makes him care about all of this so much? Joey. No, Joey's not in the scene. Uh, nailed it nailed that yeah, push really guys, crushed it save that guys i'm doing a great job of pushing her off <laughs> she's <laughs> you're doing a great job 
never going to fucking see this coming. Uh, inside Dawson and Gail are looking for towels as Dawson apologizes for yelling at her and uh, Mr. Mamney, but says that he doesn't understand why they're better off apart when they clearly still care about each other, which yes, that, that's a valid question. Gail's answer is valid also, except not to not for like a 16 year old. I think this is a right. Her answer is very mature, and I actually really loved it, but I don't think it was the right dis- like right comment to make to a one 16-year-old to your son. But she tells him that um, Gail says that it's the situation is like him and Joey. Breaking up isn't just a one-and-done thing. It's a decision that they have to make every single day. I think that's a very mature comment. It's not untrue. It's kind of just like picking your partner every day. Yeah. You have to kind of... But again, like you said, I don't think a child will comprehend this because they have no worldview or life experience. Yeah. Dawson has had two relationships. One of them was like, yeah, quote unquote, one of them really wasn't. It was like him and Jen just going back and forth and like they kissed one once in like a cobweb. Um, And then (laughs) Joey and and the Joey thing is like so is still fucking with his head so much that like. You can't. No, this isn't going to. This doesn't work for him. I mean, he's an I idiot, roll city over at Graham's. Uh, Jack and Andy are over there to get a space heater. But Andy's jealous because Jack's like a part of Jen of Graham's and Jen's family now. She's like seeing all the ways that that Jack is. I mean, yeah, he lives there like. Yeah, he gets his own milk and he has a coffee mug. Yeah. Like, first of all, like, those you know, aren't normal, two huge things. Yeah. Normal living there stuff. Yeah. Um, Andy says he's really lucky. Like, why would he want to move into a house with a man who has no idea what kind of milk he would drink or play she's directing? So I guess her dad has no idea. First of all, she's not directing it. She's ADing it. She's firsting it. Second of all, she's kind of seconding it, but whatever. Uh, Second of all, uh, that sucks. (laughs) That does suck. Yeah. Meanwhile, Grams and Jack and uh, Jen are all wearing, like, leather jackets with their names embroidered on it. And poor Andy didn't get one. I know. Poor girl. Well, you know, she's very busy. Very busy to be she's a second. Very lady. busy on her Mac. Back at the uh, Airbnb, Dawson tells Jen that they're like standing outside and looking at the beautiful sky. And she's like, oh my God, the sky is gorgeous. Dawson's like, it's the pollution. The pollution <laughs> makes know, a full dude. moon look full. Like, full. shut up. Also, if you think it's bad now, yeah, wait 20 years. <laughs> I mean, we'll like, fucking Dawson, see that just, just let the moment happen. You don't have to correct everything. You don't have to be like, red velvet's actually chocolate with dye in it. Like, just leave it alone. <laughs> Pickles are actually cucumbers. Like, shut up. Pickles are cucumbers that have gone through a jarring experience. <laughs> That was so stupid, but funny. The delivery was good. <laughs> it's so stupid. So stupid. It's so stupid. So Dawson tells Jen the you know there's no magic in the world, and Jen asked Dawson if when they were dating, um, like, did learning about her past, what what was it about learning about her past that scared him off? Because remember when Jen was like, "I'm not a virgin," he was like, "Nope, no, thank you. I'm not interested in this." I only date purebred virgins. <laughs> it's not weird. It's romantic. 
<laughs> I want to pop your cherry. <laughs> oh my god! It, that is how it comes off. It's a little strange. Yeah, it's weird. Dawson. Oh god. He just. I, I just. Only, I only want virgins. <laughs> also, Dawson. Anyway, whatever. Not all men. Moving That's on. Just something Dawson has definitely in his life have said. Not all men. Not all men. Um, Dawson says that he he was scared because he'd never known anyone with her experience. And then um, off Jen asking, he says that he doesn't know if it would scare off other boys. Boys. Um, but now that he's older and wiser by a year. Um, <laughs> he knows that he was wrong to react that way and then says the only thing more beautiful than Jen Lindley is the reality behind her magic I hate that it comes from Dawson I hate that first of all I hate that Jen is so ashamed of her past I know I hate that this is a whole conversation about it I hate that she in any way makes it seem like Dawson's reaction was anything other than atrocious mm -hmm. but I do love the quote <laughs> Yeah, because you know what? Uh, it's Jen, Jen Lindley is a 16 year old cardiothoracic surgeon. You should be so lucky. I know. I mean, she drinks black coffee. She has great hair. Am I Jen Lindley? <laughs> I can see you. I can see that. I I know exactly where your camera is right now. I know that you can't see me, but I can see you. <laughs> I have you yourself. up there, too. <laughs> I have you up, but like, I can't tell you what color shirt you're wearing. Has just got her hair done and it looks excellent. Thank you. Um, mine is, I know I can't stop staring at it because like I don't look this good every day. You know, like I just untrue, wanna... but you look you look you genuinely look great. But I I think that you just look. I'm trying to think of how to say this, we're like I've seen you look like this before. <laughs> what? But also, like your hair is new and your hair looks great, but like you look great. Big standard for me looking great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move off of me. So, yeah. <laughs> I can see that you're going to look again, though. Um, then uh, inside that, okay. Inside, it's, it was a wink. It was nice, but it was, you I know. winked at myself. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh, but that's how no, I, I read it. Also, myself. when I saw the wink, I definitely thought it was for her and not for, not for me. It can um, you know what a wink a wink is a wink and i liked it <laughs> um inside uh the men are arguing about how to build a fire so Grams comes over and just like fucking builds a fire she's like Get, go away yeah. she builds a fire but gives us like a very deep backstory about wood uh -uh. she's like this wood is soft and this wood's hard so this one burns slower and you gotta put it on top and it's like a little weird. And then everyone's like, huh, all right, the old lady made a fire. And then she sits down and she's like, ah, this reminds me of my youth. And everyone's like, ooh, gather around, guys. The old lady's going to tell some stories. And she's like telling these stories in this like really weirdly poetic way. Like feet, they were on the ottoman. Hand, they were cupping the mug, you know? And everyone was like, ooh, the old lady has stories to share. And then Gail chimes in. She's like, huh, smells? Vanilla was mine. And then like everyone's telling these like stupid stories. And if I was there, I'd be like, guys, can we pull out the vodka? <sighs> it's morning. 
I'm so happy we're doing this podcast together. Oh, but then I know, cause like, I know you're going to bring this up and she's like, she tells this whole story about how she just watched her husband sleep by the fire. And she's like, you know, true love is watching someone sleep with a fire next to you. And everyone's like, oh, cool. I rolled my eyes cause I've never liked someone enough to watch them sleep. Um, and you're literally yeah, and married in a home with your husband. <laughs> Yeah, but like yeah. if I sat there watching him sleep, he'd wake up and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's because you guys have true love. Um, uh, <laughs> that is a perfect summation of um, the scene. I want to give two additional things. Yes. First of all, um, fun fact, the reason that smell is the sense that is closest linked to memory. Do you know, do you know why? Why? But I do believe that. It is proximity. I, I'm fascinated by this i'm fucking fascinated by it it's proximity to your brain so it has the clearest path now technically your eyes are obviously closer to your brain however your um brain and your eyes are fucking computer our whole bodies are computers and like your eyes have to when you see some when you see something your eyes have to go through like 50 things before it can get to memory is this a threat what color is this where am i what am i seeing like all this kind of there's so much information that has to go into your brain before it can get to memory that it takes a little bit smell it's a little bit there's way less processing that it has to go through so smell can hit the memory part of your brain faster mm. Isn't that fascinating? Is interesting it's that literally just proximity yeah why you got a direct direct line yeah the schnoz straight to your brain right in there as as we know from getting covid tested yeah, I've never done that one before. Ever? You've never gotten poked up the nose for a COVID test? Ever. A- anyway, everyone's telling their own little um, memories. Would you like to talk about any memory that stuck out in particular? Oh my God, yes. Fucking Dawson, of course. Everyone's like, here's a nice little moment. Here's a quick little thing. And then Dawson chimes in. He's like, the first time I ever opened a film canister. What's the name of the Emodium or something? Um, phenylon diamine. He's like phenylon diamine. Everyone's like, what? Stop ruining this moment. He's like, it's a, the, the smell of film. And everyone's like, oh, do you like film? <laughs> so annoying. What a douche. <laughs> this scene sticks out to me so hard because I, mine is equally nerdy. And the way that, and I, and by the way, I know that it is like, I'm going to tell you what it is, but I know, like, I know already. Okay. Like you, there's nothing you're, you yeah. can say in you're reaction. Very self-aware. Yeah. I'm very aware. You cannot make me understand like it's nerdier than this. And because I know it's so nerdy, every time I smell it, I first think of this. And then I second think of Dawson and how fucking embarrassing it is for me that this is my smell. The smell of a soundstage when there, when there aren't a lot of people in it. That like Aww. two by four construction smell. Yeah, um, that is a smell. It is. And sometimes like when you're just, you don't even have to be in it. You can just, the elephant doors open. Like you can kind of catch it if the doors open and there's not a lot of people in it. You're just walking by. Mm-hmm. Everyone's all smell and be like, God damn, that's the stuff. That's the good stuff. That's it, man. Act four. I missed the act three act breaks. There was just too much going on. But act four. Um, Joey wakes up. 
to the smell of bacon. So previously, what we have not, because we haven't talked about this episode at all, um, things are not going well with the travel writer, is the thing. So yeah. she thinks that the travel writer has left, like everyone's feeling bad. That's why they all sat around just like talking about fucking the smell of film because they assumed that the uh, travel writer had gone, had, had left. Um, so Joey goes to bed being like, well, my business is tanked, but I'm 16, so I think I'll recover. Uh, and then she wakes up to the smell of bacon. Everyone's like downstairs talking. They're all in the kitchen dancing, which um, they, in the cold open, that was one of the things that Joey, when the boys were watching the movie and Joey was cleaning, and she was like, nobody dances in the kitchen, but a nice little button is that everyone's like dancing and cooking. And then we learned why nobody dances in the kitchen because it's so cringy to watch. And like they're even showing their high-waisted 90s denim and like they're not even moving to the beat of the music. And I'm like, what is happening? And everyone's so happy. Ugh, it's the yeah. worst. High-waisted denim is I mean, back. I wear that now, but yeah, I wear it all the time. It's not a look for me. Anyway, uh, so they're all dancing. They go into the uh, the dining room. They sit down for breakfast, and everyone sits down, including Fricks. He's back, baby. What's up, Frick? He's still here using that communal turlet. <laughs> he says that the heat didn't work last night, and everyone's like, oh, this fucking guy. We just danced for you. And he's like, this is the warmest place I've ever stayed. Oh, also, these God. pancakes are incredible. How could these pancakes be incredible? We just established in the beginning of this episode that Vess uh, doesn't even know how to make fucking pancakes. Bodie's back. Bodie, baby. And he has a goatee. Yeah. Do you want to hear my favorite part of the scene? Yeah. When Joey was excited to see him and she was like, oh my God, Bodie, you came. And he was like, to the grand opening of the Airbnb, I wouldn't miss it. And I'm like, but you weren't there for your son's birth or uh, <laughs> when the ice house burned down, but you wouldn't miss this. Got it. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Yeah. He was like, I'm not gonna come back because we can't afford it but now that you've put all of your money our money i guess collectively into a air pmp then uh i'll come back and help out um with my child <laughs> yeah i'm not interested in that but i will make pancakes <laughs> god um best shows joey the uh b guest book that their dad gave to their mom years ago because it was um joey's joey Bess's mom's dream turn the house into a B&B, which is nice for dreams, yep. I guess, you know, eh, that's fine. Um, as they're bonding, Fred cheers us to the uh, air PMP says, may it live long and prosper. Original. Yeah. I did look up to see if he was in Star Trek. Cause I was like, was that's he? no. Oh, that's just, um, just a note, you know, whatever. He was just a Trekkie. All right. All right. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite quote of yours. All right. Uh, in the honeymoon suite, um, Mitch is uh, like helping Gail with her necklace. And they talk about how before Gail got pregnant, they had talked about opening a restaurant and uh, not the one with the scuba gear, like a different restaurant, a real restaurant. It was called going to be called Leary's Fresh Fish. And that was Gail's dream. He tells her that um, he knows that she's interviewing at news stations but he also saw an empty restaurant and he wrote down the number in case she wants to pivot. Cute. So yeah. And then out on the dock, Henry and Jen are talking. Um, Jen has told him all about her past and Henry's like, okay. All right. <laughs> Whenever you're hot. <laughs> Probably what I was thinking. 
Uh, he tells her that whatever she did before, it all makes her who she is now, and he's thankful for that. Uh, and then, because Dawson is still going to make the Potter commercial, I guess, uh, Dawson and Pacey talk as they, like, pack up his equipment. And Dawson talks about how he feels like he... He feels like lost. I don't, I'm not really sure why, but he does. And uh, meanwhile, Pacey's gone through like this whole change. And at first he thought it was thanks to Andy, but he's not with her anymore. And he's still growing up, which is it's like such a weird backhanded compliment. I know. It's like, well, you're cool now. Thought it was because of someone else, but I guess you're just like evolving. Fucking weird. <laughs> um and then he thanks her for taking thanks him for taking care of Joey. Pacey's like, she's a handful. She's fucking, you know. I mean, we love a we love a I was gonna say we love a difficult woman. She's not a difficult woman. She we love a we just love Joey Potter. Yeah. I like that Pacey's like, she's fucking difficult. <laughs> Welcome to women. Yeah, good luck. May you be so lucky to have a difficult yeah. woman. Jeez, simple men. <laughs> <laughs> well you be more uh you're already plenty difficult actually never mind yeah yeah um and then as grams and jen are leaving jack says that he wants to talk to them about the idea of moving home for andy he says that he didn't have like anyone or anything when he moved in with them last summer but now he needs to go give andy what they gave to him a reminder that oh. people still care about him i don't want him to do it i don't either i would rather andy just move in with grams and jen I think that'd be better for Andy, frankly. I think better for them all. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of energy around them all the time. Yeah. Can you imagine Jen and Andy together? Yeah. Like, they're not compatible friends. They don't have friend cam. TM. They don't have friend cam. The show has done a great job of, like, you could kind of put any two people in a room together and, like, they have chemistry. Like, a mm -hmm. random pairing. Like, Jack and Dawson working together on the movie. Like, that's a great, that's a random pairing. But it works. Sure. Andy does not have that with any of them. Not so much. Not, not so with much. anyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not even with her brother. Maybe with Bodie. What if she has great chemistry with Bodie? That's the only one. Oh, my God. Really Spin off. And then back at the house, Pacey finds Joey sleeping on the couch because she's tuckered. And uh, we end on a little montage of, like, Bess, Bodie and baby Grams, Jen and Henry, uh, Gail at a fish house, Jack packing up his house, Dawson just kind of being like a lost little pup, and Pacey watching Joey sleep by the fire. Because he loves her. Um, season one, when Dawson was drunk and mm -hmm. Joey, and he like passed out on the bed when they went off to the uh, like took the uh, ferry with mm. Jen's ex-boyfriend, dumb ex-boyfriend, criminal ex-boyfriend. And they went and like got Dawson really drunk and he came back or I don't know what it was. Anyway, um, Dawson came back, fell asleep, sleeping. And Joey watched him sleep. And I said, uh, upon rewatch, after knowing the whole series so well, I had some thoughts on that and I was going to pop back to it. And that's specifically what I was thinking was uh, Graham's story about how that's how you know you really love someone. And I thought that was a nice intentional or not i presume unintentional because that was kevin williamson and now this is great brilliant running the show so i think it's just a coincidence but um i like the little like matching of season one versus now yeah i do remember you pointing that out at the time because you were like for fans of the show he's watching your sleep and i was like hey i want to like be in on it 
Hey. Gym member. Oh, and do you feel like that was really worth the payoff? <laughs> so worth it. I thought you might. Because <laughs> before this, I had no idea Joey and Pacey were, had feelings. Uh, is that true? No, I, I called it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But you didn't know. <laughs> you th- you no, had I didn't hunch. know. I assumed that yeah. they were going to get together. Yeah, this has been um, a really stressful time. <laughs> For me, I'm trying I know, I in these trying times. In these trying Fortunately, times. not a lot of people are talking about Dawson's Creek anymore. Thank God. So I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, um, obviously, this is not a spoiler to say, like, it is a drama. So if they're hinting at this, this is going to continue to be something regardless of how it plays out. And I, um, it, it is like a thing. And I was curious to be like, wonder if just based on the fact that uh, you comment on a Dawson's Creek podcast Instagram often if that'll mm-hmm. start showing up on your Instagram search highlights as like if you like this account oh, you yeah, might like other accounts and I wonder if they'll show spoilers or anything next week season three episode 13 northern lights northern lights <laughs> hey uh, Kim <laughs> wanted to talk about like smells and noses and schnozes where can they find you they can find me at noses 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 <laughs> <laughs> um at kim moffat on instagram and twitter at kim moffat is here on tiktok talking ticks gram and instas space and mice it was as if anyone wanted to um, talk to you about how much they like that noise and that's it, mm-hmm. where can they find Only you? Only want to hear the likes. Only want to hear the compliments at Ashley's ads on Instagram and Twitter. And is there anywhere else that people can find you on the internet? Uh, at Babes Off The Bench on Instagram, Twitter, babesoffthebench.com. I talk women's sports, baby. Babes Off The Bench, and- a podcast the podcast every week and what about you do you ever talk about voting i don't get it i'm not interested at we're the people i were the people dot org at we're the people org on instagram (laughs) you hated even joking about hating voting hate it it did not taste good in your mouth you hated (laughs) it (laughs) oh also this show at dawson's darlings oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) if someone had the um guts to stick around this long they can also find us at, at Dawson Starlings. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it and are always confused by it. <laughs>